What is Figma? And why is it worth $20 billion to Adobe? This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, I'm chuckling because we always have an interesting time getting this show off the ground, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you are not seeing Mac Voices After Dark. Um, but this is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, which is the time it is now where we are. Not sure where it is wherever you are, but we wish you were here with us in uh, in YouTube at uh, macvoices.com. Excuse me, youtube.com slash macvoicestv. Uh, yeah, is there an acquisition night. you want to tell us about, Chuck? <laughs> no, not, not really. Not really. Um, we have a number of things to talk about tonight, one of which uh, I'm going to make the lead story because we've been putting it off for a couple of weeks, and I do think it deserves a little bit of attention. Um, so we'll be leading off with that. But before we do, we're going to uh, welcome everybody into the chat room. Thanks. Uh, we've been having some discussions about a bug with Brad, and we have um, several other people there, more joining us all the time. So you should be there, too. If you're not, get in there. Let's go around the panel and see who's here, and then we'll get to it. Um, first up, in the uh, in his usual spot on my screen, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always a blast to be here, and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, I am, too. I am, too. Uh, over in, in, well, it's kind of an abnormal spot for him, uh, Mr. Mark Fuccio, with yet another banner announcing something that we probably should need to know about, Mark? Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, today is uh, October 4th, uh, World Animal Day. You know, sort of historically, it's the uh, birth date of St. Francis of Assisi, who was famously known for his preaching to the birds and, you know, consideration of other animals as God's creatures. Um, somehow it, uh, the date has uh, been uh, slightly adjusted in name as have many other holidays. So it's now World Animal Day. Um, St. Francis is the patron saint of San Francisco, which is just a little bit north of uh, where I am. So, uh, you know, that's the significance of October 4th. Thank you. I, I, I'm, I feel educated now. I did not know any of that. Don't know what good it's going to do me, but that's okay. I feel educated. Well, you might win a bar bet somewhere once upon a time, you know, sometime in an airport or something. You know, good point. Or, or you know, the current pope's name is also uh, you know Francis. So uh, you know, there's uh, quite a lot of uh, I guess uh, Franciscan orders and other things out there. But uh, you know, for the purpose of Mac Voices, it's uh, World Animal Day. So uh, respect your you know your two and four or you know tailed or finned friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure if he qualifies as a tailed or finned friend, but Jeff Gamet's here. Do you want to check? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for the offer, though, Jeff. <laughs> sure thing. You know, I mean, what's a tail or a fin among friends? Yeah. Um, it's the best offer I've had all day, actually. Well, um, <laughs> Did it just get hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
next to him, not knowing what to make of this, is Mark uh, is uh, Jim Ray. She's Jim. How are you? Good to see you. I'm good. Good to see you. <laughs> That's it. You have no other comments on the proceedings there. No. <laughs> okay. You're a smart man. Smart man. <laughs> Warren Squar is here from his basement bunker. Warren, good to see you. How are you doing? Maybe maybe we're the animals, and we should we should have a day for ourselves because we're we're a bunch of animals. And it's uh anyhow, every day is World Animal Day because I love my dog and she's always here. So um, good to be here. Um, today is uh, um, it's, it's good to be here. I won't be here Thursday day. We talked about that because I'm going to London to see the uh, Giants game to, uh, in London just for the weekend. So that's going to be fun if they win. Probably not as fun as they lose if, if they lose. Great. Well, safe travels before we forget to say it. Last but absolutely not least, here from uh, right back from a safari uh, to the nation's capital, Mr. Webb Bixby. Webb, it's good to see you. Glad you're back. Good to see you. Like I mentioned to you privately, there I did not find any intelligent life in our nation's capital, and I looked. So, so sorry about that. So, oh, you anyway, good, like good a to man be here. After my own heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and as I replied, replied privately to you, maybe we'll have better luck with the Mars rover. So, <laughs> maybe. Let's hope so. Good to be here. Thank you. Um, okay, guys. So I'm throwing some links into the chat room. I already threw it into the private chat room. I just threw it into the public one. Um, this is a a story that I know Mark wanted to comment on, and I'm sure Jeff has some thoughts on it. Um, Adobe purchased um, an entity called Figma for $20 billion. Now, think about that for just a second. $20 billion. And the funny thing is, I don't know how many of us have ever heard of Figma. I really wasn't aware of this company. So, Mark, Jeff, can you fill us a little bit in a little bit on Figma and why it was worth $20 billion to Adobe? Yeah, either of us can. Jeff, go go for it, Mark. Oh, okay. I'll go first then. Thank you, Jeff. So, uh, yeah, Figma, it was a startup. Um, sort of interestingly, you know, its founder, remember way back at, uh, at the start of uh, the teens, uh, Peter Thiel was out there saying, oh, college is overrated and, you know, I'll give, I'll fund anybody who has a great startup idea. Well, one of the founders of Figma did. So um, he joins a great tradition of, uh, you know, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates uh in uh, having a vision and ability to, uh, you know, go from nothing to a successful product. Um, can't quite say it's a successful company because it's going to be taken out and integrated into Adobe. So what do they do? Uh, you know, they have a, they have a tool, which for my way of looking at it, seems like it redefines um, some existing tools. So, you know, it's a combination maybe of, you know, Photoshop light uh, in terms of photo editing um, Plus, it has uh, ability to do diagramming and uh, and brainstorming. Uh, so it looks like you know it cuts across uh, the board and redefines a lot of you know easy function, easy to use functionality. It doesn't have you know lots of inspectors and widgets and adjustment tools like uh, many Adobe apps do. Adobe apps do, um, and 
it seems that you know it's caught critical mass you know sort of uh you know famously in a lot of the information leading up to why it got acquired um you know, they're talking about uh you know their you know tremendous success uh you know at uh at microsoft um which is uh sort of a partner for adobe for some of their cloud-based efforts i believe uh, as well as you know, both uh, Shantanu and Satya, you know, went to the same uh, colleges back in India. So obviously, I got to believe that they're staying in touch. So uh, this app, you know, came out and it's a subscription model, and it looks like you know it's it's doubled from two hundred million dollars, uh, you know, of revenue uh, last year, with an expectation to close the twenty twenty two with four hundred million dollars. That's a double. So uh you know by itself that's an interesting business uh that's growing um i think the i think the thing that probably caught adobe's interest was uh you know potential competition and you know chiseling away at uh, you know photoshop users because if you look at some of the uh bundling you know creative cloud for individuals is about 55 bucks you know, actually, fifty four ninety five. Last I looked, you know, so it was five cents between friends, um, and uh, you know, Figma, you know, is uh, uh, they have an individual price and they have a corporate price. Their corporate user price is forty five bucks, which is ten dollars below. So, uh, not only does it have the ability that uh, it could maybe address a lot of you know what people's primary needs are. Uh, but it's a lower price point. So I suspect that uh, you know, the Adobe CEO and senior management team and board looked at this as a combination of, holy crap, if we do nothing, this is going to hurt us. Uh, but also, you know, from a positive point of view, uh, Figma is basically uh, web first. And sort of historically, Adobe has tried to migrate its desktop apps you know, into cloud versions by offering, you know, database syncing from your desktop up to the cloud to other users and blah, 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 blah. Figma has none of that. And, you know, so it's 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 cloud native and it's up in the cloud. Uh, I think another thing about it is that, um, you know, this potentially adds another <clears throat> tool, you know, with Adobe's marketing muscle that it, you know, really can, uh, you know, grow a lot faster, you know, with Adobe behind it, just because, you know, they have i've got to believe they have a lot more might and ability to get uh, knowledge of this out into the market than uh you know than uh, figma as a startup you know interestingly uh you know the market had a bad reaction the deal was announced on september 15th and basically on that day adobe's share price dropped about uh, 25% from you know about um about 400 to 300 dollars so uh, this is in the middle of all sorts of other market turmoil and indigestion, but you know Wall Street wasn't impressed. Why you ask? Well, they're basically paying fifty times uh, what uh, their revenue is. There, Figma's revenue is going to be for this year. So four hundred million fifty x multiple that gets you to twenty billion dollars. Deals a combination of cash plus half cash, half stock. So. That again seems to indicate to me you know, a certain amount of you know fear and desperation on uh, in the part of Adobe management. You know, from a valuation perspective, you know, SaaS software as a service companies, you know, they're very high. They're all over the map. Uh, there haven't been a lot of uh, other acquisitions. You know, most of them are successful and able to grow and go public and have uh, 
you know, until, you know, basically about the past year or 18 months, you know, have had uh, really great uh, you know, performances and track records in the stock market. I would point out that uh, certainly I think, Chuck, you and Jeff might know that uh, there was this company called Frame.io, which was, you know, you know, quite the uh, quite the excitement at uh, at NAB um, from around 15, 16, 17, uh, because it was basically offering uh, video editing in the cloud and it grew and Adobe bought them uh, deal closed in 2021. Uh, there isn't as much information about that deal that was made public, but the best information I could find indicates that you know they were about twenty million dollars, you know, for a one point three billion dollar acquisition price. If I do my math correctly, that comes out to be about sixty five times revenue. So, uh, fifty times revenue uh, is a lot, uh, but it's certainly not uh, you know a high water setting mark. So, you know, I think this is a combination that is you know could potentially be win 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 for everybody, a win for Adobe's customers. Um, you know, a win for, you know, the company that it can have much broader muscle to get its product uh, into the marketplace. And it's certainly a win uh, for the investors uh, and uh, the employees at uh, at Figma as a company. So, you know, the way I look at it is is maybe motivated by a little bit of fear, but, you know, I, I think it's, uh, it's a positive deal. I think some Figma customers are wondering if it's a win for them. Well, mm-hmm. it all depends on how much what Adobe wants to do, and do they start to jack up uh, their subscription prices like they have for the Creative Cloud, and screw up the product. Well, I, that's a possibility, but I think you know it's so it's probably independent. So um, I'd be more worried about pricing. Uh, I'd be more worried about you know new millionaires you know, deciding to abandon and jump ship. And I think that might cause, you know, delays in products and things, but I don't think that would be something intentional uh, that Adobe would inflict on it. To be fair, my perception of companies that Adobe has acquired, um, like Frame.io, they, you know, they they keep their hands off the core stuff. I mean, they might start requiring things like using Adobe's cloud services for storage, but, you know, for the most part, they've been pretty good, I think, about not screwing up the products themselves for the most part. Jeff, I, oh my I god! Make... Oh my god! We just spent twenty billion dollars on this thing. Let's f- it up. I'm sorry. Let's screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, that, that's yeah. Microsoft's mo. <laughs> Glad I didn't say that, Jeff. Um, I agree, Jeff. What what's your take on this? Um, uh, Mark and I are in alignment on uh, some parts of this, and 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 I have a different perspective on uh, on some parts as well, which is good because that means that people now have more stuff they get to think about. Um, okay, so to build on on Mark's description of Figma, Figma is a cloud-based co- uh, project collaboration tool with some uh, uh, um, uh, design elements built into it as well. So you can use it for just uh, straight project collaboration or design collaboration as well. And that's where the like the lightweight Photoshop like features and uh, and InDesign uh, features come in. Um, so it works with uh, with other applications as well. And uh, and where Figma, I think, initially started to 
gain uh, users was when people that don't like Adobe or can't afford Adobe decided that this looked like a nice alternative to Adobe XD, which is Adobe's existing uh, project collaboration and design collaboration platform. So they could get into Figma for a lower price, stay out of the Adobe ecosystem. And, uh, and, and that, I think, was a big part of Figma's growth. Uh, another part of that is it's actually a really good product. So, uh, yeah, so that helps too. Um, I think what Adobe was looking at when, when they started looking at, uh, at acquiring Figma, which by the way, this deal is not done yet. It's announced, no. but it has to go through all the regulatory hurdles. So, um, it'd be more accurate to say Adobe and Figma have agreed to a purchase Adobe has not yet completed the purchase. They've got engaged, but they're not married. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're definitely engaged. Um, so I think what Adobe saw with Figma was a platform that's that's a competitor to Adobe XD, but also a platform that improves on some things that uh, that Adobe XD is trying to do. So by getting this uh, deal to come together, what Adobe gets is uh, is a product package that they can now integrate into Adobe XD. And my Jedi instincts are telling me that instead of going the Frame.io route, where Adobe was looking for a cloud-based video editing solution, what they're looking for here is this whole system where they can start pulling it apart and making it part of Adobe XD. And uh, and so, Jim, to play off of what you were saying, there's already a lot of really pissed off Figma users, and it's only going to get worse because they're already feeling betrayed. And uh, And if Adobe does with this what I'm expecting... <laughs> then they're going to feel betrayed and then they're also going to be really really pissed off because now they they can't even pretend to not be in the in the adobe ecosystem because the tools they're using are part of a product that has adobe in the name and uh, and i expect that that there's a percentage percentage of figma users that will abandon ship and look for some other similar platform, but they won't be as happy with it because it's not Figma. As far as the money goes, holy crap, that's a lot of money. But if you look at it as uh, as an asset and talent investment, um, considering this is the kind of tool that Adobe promotes for uh, uh, businesses, like you know, like if if you're uh, a design agency. An advertising agency, marketing agency, and you're and you're collaborating on large projects, then this is a tool that can be really useful because you can have people wherever they are, as opposed to all in the same building, and everyone can work on the project with the uh, permissions that you give them for each part, and you can keep all of the assets for that project, including everything you need to keep track of uh, project milestones, all of that in one place. 
And uh, wow, and now you have the resources that make up Figma to put into that as well. That will make it Adobe XD look a lot more compelling to even more companies. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. The challenge with endpoint security has always been that it's difficult to scale. And when remote work took over, that challenge got exponentially harder. You need visibility into your fleet of devices in order to meet security goals and reduce service desk tickets. But how do you get that visibility when different parts of your company run on Mac, Windows, and Linux? You get Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that gives IT teams a single dashboard for all devices, regardless of their operating system. Collide gives you real-time access to your fleet's data and can do things that traditional MDMs can't. And instead of installing intrusive agents or locking down devices, Collide takes a user-focused approach that communicates security recommendations to your employees directly on Slack. You can answer every question you have about your fleet without intruding on your workforce. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. If you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Again, collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. Well, I would look at it. Um, I, I agree that you know, this adds a lot of value to Adobe. Um, I'm not sure if they need to try to shoehorn this into XD and piss off all the Figma user base. You know, they could offer this, you know, pick another, you know, combination of, you know, Adobe FM, you know, and it becomes a new new product. And it could be priced uh, differently because its functionality is an interesting blend of Photoshop, InDesign, uh, XD, that uh, they could yeah, offer well, this. You're describing Adobe product. XD. Well, yeah, but from what... From some of the other users, I understand it, Adobe's putting a lot of you know weight into it, but it just doesn't seem to be you know gaining a lot of uh, traction. So yes, so let's uh, so let's so let's table that. You know, certainly Figma, given that they've had a number of years of uh, revenue doubles, uh, you know, it seems like they are getting market traction. And again, you know, Adobe, if they want to look at it in their way of the world, they could snuff this thing out. You know, if they realize that this thing that they paid $20 billion for actually is a different type of app, you know, give it in a separate space on, uh, you know, their chart of the Adobe uh, Creative Cloud and um, and then offer it. And to the extent that I think it's team collaboration features are really, really valuable, um, you know, let's hypothetically, we talk about a Figma, you know, Figma and a Figma Pro. Put all the collaboration in the Figma Pro, and then charge the charge the hell out of uh, corporations, but can keep the relatively low price you know that they have for individual users. You know, I think maybe I mean if I were if I had Santanu's job, that's what that's the way I would direct the team to to think about this thing, because um, just trying to uh, squelch it and extinguish it and try to protect and limit competition you know, against my existing suite of apps, um, I think users won't see for that. And you well, know, I think that- I, I don't think Adobe's looking at it um as, as something where they can acquire and destroy. 
I, I think this is acquire and fix XD. And, uh, and I think that, that uh, the product similarities are too great to have XD and Figma or like Figma and Figma light. Um, because it's just too similar. And then if you start taking out like the collaboration element, then it's no longer the product. It's, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't have the value anymore. And, and that's why I think that what Adobe is going to do with this instead of extinguish it or let it sit as its own brand is they're going to take everything that they can that makes Figma good and roll that into, into XD. And uh, it'll so be interesting I, to see if they do that and if it's successful, because like I said, a large part of Figma's success comes with the fact that they're not Adobe. Yeah. So I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Uh, it's just, it, you know, it's, we're gazing at tea leaves and, and crystal balls. So, you know, um, enough speculation, you know, let's, uh, let's meet and revisit this topic in a year or 18 months and see what happens, let alone, I want to go back to one of your points. You know, it is not a certainty that this is a done deal. You know, the, uh, justice department, uh, you know, under a Biden seems to be wanting to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of, uh, you know, antitrust uh, prohibition mm -hmm. of uh, acquisitions. So yep. uh, again, I think, you know, the fact that you go to, you know, a lot of the Figma site and, you know, directly they're taking pot shots directly at Adobe. Um, I've got to believe, uh, you know, unintelligent life in the inside the beltway would look at that and think these guys are competitors. We can't let Adobe acquire a competitor. So, but again, that's special pure speculation i don't know what's going to happen i don't think the rest of the panel does uh and then we'll just have to see how this plays out get your popcorn and let's do periodic updates isn't so speculation what this panel does <laughs> i have no problem speculating <laughs> yeah, really. i have no problem Otherwise, talking about night. what i don't even know <laughs> so so jim I, i'm sure you're familiar with the uh you know with the uh the physicist born, uh, his quote is predicting is difficult, especially of the future. <laughs> I think it'd be more. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I really, yeah, I really appreciate the discussion because when I saw this, it's like 20 billion. Yeah. I mean, and, and there are a couple things that, that, and, and please correct me if my impressions are wrong, but first of all, there are an awful lot of really, really good Photoshop competitors out there that mm -hmm. are good for, I'm going to say 90 to 95% of the audience. They're not Photoshop, but they're close. And so you have that, that small subset of features that is Photoshop specific that really, you know, the, the real professionals need. I, I think you should take Photoshop out of the, don't use that word. I don't see this as having much of anything to do with, with Photoshop. This is a design tool. And the collaboration is really, that's the key to it, why people are liking it. As Jeff said, people are, are, are you know, it enables design to be done on teams that are, you know, especially the pandemic happening, you know, I'm sure just gave it a, a, a huge boost. And, you know, I, I, you know, when you started off, um, <clears throat> Chuck saying, Adobe bought this entity, and I was like, what? 
I mean, Figma is like, they're the new hotness, you know, and they've just taken off. off. They've killed Sketch, basically. Um, yep. So, um, you know, this is not like some, you know, Photoshop clone. That's not what this is. And and it runs in a web browser. So there's there's not even any app at all. And there's no documents, you know. So we could all sit here and fiddle on a document right here on this call. Um, you know, with not, you know, we're not emailing files back and forth. And, and, and I think, you know, that, 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 you know, the whole thing about individual users, who cares? That's not, you know, that's not really Figma's story. Figma's story is mm -hmm. teams and collaboration. And, they, you know, they could, I don't think individual users are a significant part of, you know, we sort of like, oh, we're going to, you know, Slack saying we're going to concentrate on individuals, um, you know. Slack is for teams, you know, an individual doesn't buy it. Uh, and same thing for Figma. Um, it's it's a, a collaboration tool for companies. And that's what it's that's what it's all about. And it's not well, really would, it's not really I, a bitmap. You know, the biggest thing is, you know, Bezier curves and doing you know a lot of UI design is being done mm -hmm. with it and and stuff like that. It's it's not a Photoshop do things with images. Um you know, for one thing, because it's an online tool and that doesn't really, you know, work so well, you know, not that it doesn't, but that's, that's not the concentration of it. It's it's mostly doing things like UI design and advertising design, stuff like that. Okay, so yeah. oh, go ahead, Mark, I'll let you answer Yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say to, to uh, Jim, don't, uh, don't be you know, too, too soon to discount, you know, they're too two-tier pricing because yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of individuals use it and then they like it and that's how it gets introduced into corporate environments so you know that's a i think that's a deliberate part of their marketing strategy um you know there's been many other customers uh you know out there of all sorts of other tools where they get you know, they get their start by users bringing them in and saying oh i have this thing it's really great why aren't we using this at our xyz you know startup or medium sized or you know behemoth you know company so you know i think uh you know that's uh that's part of it and uh i think that's part of the reason you know for their very rapid growth and then you sort of from a corporate sales perspective is once they see a lot of people are using it and maybe they're registering it with their corporate email address instead you know then basically they go out and you know instead of buying them you know this way let's uh, let's get a corporate deal and then you get all sorts of other things. And then, you know, corporate deals for a large number of users, whatever the list price is on the website, all of a sudden just goes, you know, goes out the window. But uh, without knowing anything in specific detail about, um, you know, their, their sales strategy, um, their reported revenue growth is impressive. And I think it's a combination of both, you know, individuals glomming onto it and then yeah. companies glomming onto it. Webb, you want to get in this? Oh, I was just, um, <clears throat> it, 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 and Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, um, $20 billion, 50 times annual recurring revenue. They're doing about $400 million a year. Is yes. that how I calculated? That's what they're uh, expected to do this year, 2022. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's just a lot. It's, it's interesting to me that, uh, uh, like, it's, like we all said, 50 times revenue seems to be a lot. Uh, it's impressive. 
you know, uh, would love to have been in the room when they were talking uh, what that acquisition was going to be coming down to what the money was going to be. Uh, that would have been fascinating to listen to. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's Adobe has some smart people and, and same with Figma, too. But uh, uh, I'm going to go under the assumption they know what they're doing. Um, but it, it's a $20 billion is a big number to uh, to try to swallow. So anyway, that's all. Right. And also Adobe was one of the uh, if you look out over the past decade, it was one of the really successful, if not the poster child for a company you know, migrating from selling licenses to a SaaS you know, you know, software as a service, a subscription recurring revenue model. And, um, you know, it's uh, its stock went from, you know, down the down in the you know, 20s or 30s, you know, as I said, all the way up to uh, $700. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, yeah, they've been they've been very successful at that, you know, and uh, markets change. And, you know, maybe they had their own products you know, for this. And like you know, Jeff was saying, they have XD. But for whatever reason, that uh, that didn't take off. And maybe that's a Adobe product development culture issue. Uh, maybe there's a lot of you know pissed off anti Adobe users out there who are just uh, trying to find as many other things as they can, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of looking in the rearview mirror. We'll have to see what happens going forward. And again, back to whether this deal even does consummate and close. Um, so, but it's, well, Jeff, let me throw this in and then and then go. But what I, I guess think what I'm hearing to try to boil it down is. We we got a collaboration platform that um, that it, and it potentially improves something we already had. We are buying a, a a a customer base and therefore a revenue base. And what else? And we're we're we are. I sorry to the antitrust people, but we are taking out a potential competitor. You know when they're when they're small enough to take out. Right. And I would point out again, just, you know, uh, I went and looked at uh, uh, some of Adobe's, uh, you know, 10K and 10Q reports. And I forget if this was in the 10K or 10K annual or 10Q when they're quarterly uh, reports, you know, but, you know, it was certainly from the uh, March quarter that uh, I saw this reported where they said that year over year they had increased uh, ARR annual recurring revenue by four hundred twenty nine million dollars. Well, you know that's what this uh, little startup has. You know, so if Adobe on their entire creative suite, Creative Cloud, you know, was only able to do this, you know, it indicates that you know they're starting to saturate their market and. To whatever extent you know people believe and agree or disagree about uh, the stock market, uh, you know, anticipating and looking forward, you know, Adobe stock basically peaked, you know, last year in uh, in, in Q4, and it's it's been in a you know downward uh, downward trend ever since then. So um, I've seen this before in many stocks where they look really well, but uh, you know, they start to go down. It's well, the analysts, you know, at some of these big funds and things, they hire a lot of smart, insightful people, and they can see and anticipate sometimes, you know, problems when they're coming up. You know, so again, that's why I think that you know this was catalyzed at Adobe, maybe at a some some element of fear. I don't know. Is it 
is it is it 10% fear or 30% fear or you know 90% fear i don't know but you know certainly you know fear about uh losing customers to figma a startup a competitor company was one of the elements in their deciding to make this acquisition and paying a very rich valuation for it this Mac Voices Live panel is back next time to finish up our conversation about Figma and Adobe and what it might mean for the future of graphics and design collaboration. Then we turn our attention to the latest in the Elon Musk Twitter saga. It seems like it never ends. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.